este programa es presentado por All Roads Overhead Garage Doors. Si usted quiere puerta para su cochera, llame al 510-375-8756. All Roads Overhead Garage Doors. <laughs> so you just started doing like you just went to a, uh, a TV station straight up. Yeah, and you know I got to use their you know on the side I used their gear and their their uh, lights and nice and all their rigs and stuff. So, so you know, kind of self taught, I guess. You've been doing films for about uh, well, your boy told me twenty years, right? Well, yeah, I mean nothing like big, like no, nah, but. Know, like like small yeah, short movies, short movies yeah. which are really good, man. You guys, which, which I showed you, I showed him the Ferdy, the the, oh, the, <laughs> the food yeah. I watched it like four times, dude. Yeah, we got it's like a, three more written that we need to shoot from that. Nice. Okay. Okay. So, um, you, I met you through, uh, through Mario, Mario. through Mario, for we when we worked on the, um, uh. Damn, I'm blanking out right now. It was the announcement. Movie, the announcement. Yeah. Announcement. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, no. Huh? We did. We did skip introduction. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> we skip introduction. Like, did we start? Like, and then I'm because we. This is the theme that we've been doing the whole time we started doing this podcast. Like, what's gonna be, the intro gonna be like? When are we gonna mention sponsors? When are we gonna? And the last two episodes, we just started without even talking about any of that. That's but um, the intro, I want to formally introduce the guest on the voice party, Mr. Jesus Cruz. Introduce yourself. I am Mr. Uh, Jesus LG Cruz. LG. Mr. Don't work for shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do nothing at all. No, I'm just kidding. No, my name is uh, Jesus Cruz. Jesus Cruz. Um, and I'm, I met you through the comedy communities. You are also a stand-up comedian. Even though every time I talk to you about comedy, <laughs> you said you're quitting, but you're I quit. booked. <laughs> I quit, but I keep booking myself on shows. I can't stop. I, can't. I like I like performing comedy, but it's not what I want to do. Like I don't want to. I don't want to be like a you know, a, a really? comic. I, I just like because you're so fucking good at it, bro. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, yeah, I just like doing it as a hobby and kind of like a yeah, just when I want to do it, you yeah, know, kind of kind of deal. Okay, okay. Like you would never like to be at that level. Where uh, you throw in a special and it pisses off ninety percent <laughs> of viewers. Yeah, dude, that's a trip. Seeing all the you know people are like, and this is not even that bad. It really isn't. As far as like, I mean, I guess I you know, I don't find this insulting or like you know, because it's not about you. Maybe I don't know. That's a weird just, thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I'm not in any of the you know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. But like um we're talking about the Chappelle special. Yeah. yeah. I know we're like everyone can see what we're doing. I know, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're pointing over there. Yeah, right there. No, um They have me as a guest, but everyone's watching Chappelle on TV. <laughs> <laughs> we're not really we always keep the TV on just to kind of like, you know, because I wanted to you know, when you're hanging out with friends and you put on a movie and you kinda just like stop watching the movie or whatever and you start, you know, talking and that's I don't know. I don't even think of it that way. I just Put it on. It's funny because right before I left, I was watching on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, there was a thing called the Comedy Network where they have, I don't know if you guys oh, have seen, yeah. man. And it's like old school performances of the last one I saw right before I came here was Chappelle's. 
Uh, Which one? Have, it's the one he Kill was them in. Kill Softly? No, no, no. This is just like old school sets. Oh, damn. It's this thing called the Comedy Network, and they would just grab sets from different people at different comedy clubs yeah. all across the U.S., and they'd show it. So they had uh, Carrot Top. I saw Carrot Top. I saw Chappelle. I saw... Um, a dude that played uh, Carl Carl Winslow in uh, Family Matters, Red, uh, Red, Reginald. Oh yeah. yeah, I didn't know he did. Maybe he just hosted it, but yeah. I, don't, you know, I don't know if he did stand up or not. You know why I just found out he did stand up, uh, Mr. Miyagi. Really, uh, Pat, wow. was it, Pat Morita. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't know. That's how he got his start. Uh, apparently, when he was um, when he was auditioning for the role, they wanted some other dude who had more of a history with martial arts. He was mm-hmm. an actual martial artist. But he just, he was a good actor, but they didn't want him because there's like, no one's going to take uh, a stand-up comedian serious, <laughs> yeah. serious, and it worked out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, uh, st- uh, with the stand-up comedy thing, why is it that you like, you kind of feel like, <laughs> you feel like quitting? I mean, I know you said it's like a hobby, but like, you're, you're always I, getting pulled. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, is it still a hobby once you're getting paid? Um... Yeah, I'm like, I mean, we we make gas money, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like you know, uh, for shoots like this, you know, like he, he's doing, you know, he was acting in it, and I'm assuming it's unless it's something you really want to do, but it's a hobby. But you know, we also like to like feed people and you know give gas money to people. So I don't know. I, I guess it's still a hobby, but I consider it when it's not a hobby when you do it full time. Like you know, like Mean Dave, uh, uh, homie Mean Dave, he does it. Yeah, you know that's his that's his gig. Yeah, he, he's a full time comedian. He does, yeah. yeah, he only does stand up comedy. Uh, I mean, there's other people that are on the road all the time that that's all they do. Uh, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And I just I like to do it on my own terms. And you know, sometimes I don't feel like driving to SF. Yeah. To do comedy open mics or, or, or yeah yeah. I'll do them here and there. Like I'll do open mics here and there if I you know write something new. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird. So you're more in. Hmm. You want to be more involved with the film. Yeah, I, I want to get more involved in writing, actually. I kind of got mm-hmm. lazier as far as, like, shooting. Yeah. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, dude, I just want to write. If I could just write something and have someone else shoot <laughs> it, that would be dope. So I think that's my next goal is to actually try to sell uh, screenplays or, or skits or, or, or something Comedy. like Comedy. Yep. You know, uh, I wanted to ask you about, this, like, the skits. Um who like because i i think i have an idea because we've talked about this before but like com like the 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 um the, the comedy is it's it's uh like it's in the dialogue from beginning to end mm-hmm. and it reminded me a little bit like the old cantinflas mm-hmm. you know how he's just talking and he's fucking killing it <laughs> with, oh, yeah. no, with his lines yeah is that is that like a big inspiration he's, no not really no? i mean i used to watch his movies fucking obviously wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you read me all wrong it's a, some other brown dude you talking to bro <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, I love Cantinflas because, you know, growing up, that's the kind of stuff we watched. Tintan, you yeah, know, Tintan. Capulina, uh, Chabelo, all those all those movies. Yeah. Um, no, it's, I think my influence is more uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans. Oh, no way. Um, okay. And just because he he does everything, writer, producer, yeah. stand-up comic. He puts all his family dir- in it. Director, yeah. <laughs> So that's more of who I looked up, you know, in Living Color. Yeah. So that's more who I kind of saw as like, oh, shit, you know, I'd like to do what he does and just be well-rounded and, and, yeah. and everything. Your your characters that you make on your shows, like, especially the one you played in uh, the the Kitchen Spanish. Uh-huh. Is that like someone inspired by like a family member? Because I, I, I have an uncle 
and I hope one day maybe I introduce him to you. Yeah, yeah. Exact same fucking way of talking. He's like, like he's Spanish. Yeah, can't understand. So it's so fast that yeah, the the character was written uh, with the uh, guy that Matt. Matt Mahomes, the mm-hmm. director, and he also co-wrote it with me. It was based on somebody he worked because Matt works in kitchens. Yeah, like, so he's always. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, Matt's like a, <laughs> you know, Irish uh, white dude, but he picked up the Latin culture, like, and uh, he always. Um, they found squirrels in the pozole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always talks about this dude he worked with. They can't fucking understand him. Yeah. So that was the that was the point of that uh, character in the movie Kitchen Spanish that this guy. Even if you speak Spanish, you don't understand what the right. fuck he's saying in Spanish. Yeah, I and remember the the scene with Rudy with uh, how are you gonna get a fish tank that big? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like tell me about your hopes and dreams. Oh, I wish somebody would understand me. Oh, but how are you gonna get a fish? Yeah, so yeah. they can't understand what the fuck he's saying. Uh, right, right, right. Nice man. Um, and and another thing we 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 talked about the other day because we just shot something yesterday is you actually worked with one of I, I I've been watching him since I remember watching his stuff when. Uh, I, th- I believe it was in Comedy Central, Edwin San Juan. Yeah. You performed with him. Yeah. That's dope, dude. Because I, I re- remember the first couple of times watching stand-up on TV where I, I, I really piqued my interest was, uh, uh, well, f- of course, Fluffy, you know, Fluffy mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. And then I remember watching uh, the Edwin San Juan. Mm-hmm. And there, there was I didn't know a lot of Filipinos back then. Like, damn, these 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 Asians are hella paisa. <laughs> you know, yeah, that was yeah. my first time. And I saw his special. Yeah. And I, I kind of like it's not that I was like, oh, I could do that, but I was like, I would like to maybe one day do that. And you actually perform with him. Yeah. No, that was cool. That was uh, that was a hookup through uh, Chris Thorin, a uh, buddy of mine. When I moved to Las Vegas, you know, he's like, hey, well, Edwin's out there. Let me hit him up. See if. And I was new, dude. I was like five six months into doing stand-up and how uh, long ago you said four years ago this was in 2014 2014 yeah okay and uh anybody got a calculator not i think it's like 14 15 i want to say 14 2014 and uh so edwin came we were uh, he came to see me or he came to an open mic with uh, i don't think chris was there uh, Aiko Tanaka was there. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's like, "All right, dude. You know, you know, let's uh, let's get together a couple times. We'll work on your material." And then uh, one night he told me because he does a show at Planet uh, Hollywood. It's called the uh, is it the V Theater? Yeah, inside Planet Hollywood. Inside Planet Hollywood. And he goes, "Hey, dude. Uh, Sunday this Sunday, I'll give you a I'll give you a spot on the show." Nice. And I'm like, God, dope. I was so excited. But my dumbass that night, I had some friends that came from the Bay Area, and we were partying it up. And uh, I was like, you know, I kept looking at my phone. I still got time. I'll sober up. I'll be good. I'll be good. <laughs> well, fuck. No, dude, I wasn't. I showed up drunk as fuck. I had, like, shorts on and a T-shirt. And Edwin already knew. And he goes, dude, you going to be all right? I'm like, yeah, 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 bro. Fuck yeah, dude. I'll be funny, right? And he's like, all right. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and my first shot that he gave me, I fucking bombed, Dang. dude. Like I'm talking about a minute in my set, I forgot what the hell I was oh, talking about. Jesus. And so it was just silence and all these, you know. And casino shows, you know, that's a big venue, especially no? in venue. Well, it's not huge, but it's like the mix of people. It's like right. it's awesome because you know they're all tourists from everywhere. So you your comedy has to be inclusive to a lot of you know people that live out of, out of state and 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 stuff like that. But yeah, I just boom bombed and he you know he let me have it afterwards but i kept going back i kept learning and then eventually he comes up to me and he goes hey are you drunk i'm like nope 
Like, are you wearing pants? Yep. <laughs> like, All right, get up there. And uh, and I killed it. I nice. say he gave me. I killed it. But then, of course, I had already decided I was coming back to the Bay Area. That's rare, though. You get a second chance or something yeah. like that, dude. Yeah. No, I, he was good people. So that's one of the worst experiences you've had. Bombing. Oh fuck yeah, that was the worst. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, that's that's a big stage to be on. And yeah. <laughs> the only other time I went up fucked up, I did do it once. After that, it was that brainwash that uh, the oh, yeah. they do, and yeah, it was horrible. Someone recorded a DVD of it, and I watched it. I'm like, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I was talking about Shaquille O'Neal, and I have no jokes about Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I that's, was just that's calm. what we'll be remembered for. I know, yeah. right? That sucks. That's yeah. a um, I just dead eyes up there, like talking. I, it's it's funny you mentioned that because I've had really horrible sets, drunk. You know, like I shouldn't have drank, mm. and like, and, and then sometimes I'm a little <clears throat> fucking, you know, lit, and it and it works. Like, yeah. uh, have you had like have you had enough experiences being really like uh, like just, I'm more talking about like you know either alcohol or weed. Does it affect you? Uh, yeah, I, w- I definitely wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't smoke weed um, a-, a day of a show that I do because I already know. Yeah, that I'm not gonna be. You know, it's crazy uh, how some dudes do it and like you yeah. know they could be on and 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 go up and. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do that either. You know, I'll have like you know maybe two beers in a shot before I go up and yeah. that's it. Um, not anymore though, right? Like you don't need. Like I've seen you perform, and you, I mean, oh, I don't know not, what you did before not, you got there. It's but it's not because of nerves or anything. But it's more of so, uh, I'm always social. I'm always drinking socially, yeah, so it's like loosening you up a bit. So, so yeah, if I'm waiting for my turn, I'll yeah, I'll drink like a Bud Light and a shot of Jack or something. But then even that for me, sometimes it messes my memory with jokes because yeah. you know when you're nervous, even though you do some jokes for the same time, it it messes you up and it throws off your rhythm. And I noticed when you told me that because I, I didn't notice that. I remember we went we yeah. did Mean Dave show and mm-hmm. I was just like taking them back because I was so nervous and it really fucked me up. But weed, that's a whole different thing, man. Like I, I, I um, I think my first time ever being high on say so. It was actually with Butch. We were driving to San Jose, and on the way there, I think he sparked like two, or three blunts, yeah. and I was driving and I got so high that I felt like I couldn't move my foot from the gas to the brake. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> and he was just telling me a story. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna tell you. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I feel like he was right here <laughs> in my face. I don't like, even want to look over. Yeah, when I got to the, we were actually just doing open mics. We went to go do Woodhams. Yeah, and when we got there, uh, like he was, he just went up and did his thing. And then I went to the bathroom and I had anxiety attack. <laughs> and then I performed. I couldn't remember my jokes. Yeah. I was going, ah. <laughs> and I've, I've, yeah. ever since I've never like. No, I couldn't do it. I can't do it. I could write when I'm high, but really? I won't perform when I'm high. I can't write when I'm high either. I draw. Yeah. I'll start writing and then I'll just start doodling stuff and like yeah. you know like the little ring kid. <laughs> start doing stuff like that. <laughs> what what um um. Like right now, you 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 just started the Running Chef Productions page, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember you told me the story yesterday. Uh, what what? Why is it called Running Chef? Because of Matt? We change we change production names like every other five months, <laughs> just because like oh now we're gonna be called this, you know? <laughs> or we we work with somebody else. Like I know I was working on I worked on a show with Mario and Victor and Rudy yeah. and them, and oh it's gonna be called the Shove Productions. That's our thing the now. What? The Shove. Oh okay. And the Shove came from. There's a scene where Rudy pats down Victor to make sure he's not having any weapons, and Rudy fucking shoves Victor, mm. and Victor knocks over this fire extinguisher, so he makes this. 
uh, sound, and we just kept calling the shove. Everyone, the shove. do the shove, do the shove. <laughs> and so we hashtagged it like that. And then it's like, yeah, we never did anything again. And then uh, we changed it to running. Matt's been doing Running Chef for a while. Running Chef was based on the uh, ending of a movie we did called The Hoot Crime, a.k.a. Gourmet Gangsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where the chef, it's a really fucking funny scene. So in the movie, the, this gangster is uh, looking for uh, the chef. Because, uh, um, you know, he, he ordered fish and they yeah. didn't have any. He got mad. So one of the other little chefs, yeah. they're like, hey, you. And he's like, where's the chef? Oh, he's like, um, oh, no, fish. Where's the fish? He's like, fish. Oh, yeah, hold on, sir. And he, he's like, here, hold this. And the guy holds the tray and the fucking little ass it chef takes just off. takes off, yeah. dude. It's so funny because these guys are really short and he just like took off <laughs> and he kept the street, running. Huh? So after yeah. the movie was done, we still showed him running down the street. <laughs> and uh, that was, the, it looked cool like a logo for, uh, for a production company. So that's why we call it Running Chef. Nice. What what I what I like about the the, the films too is like um, like Mario plays that wingman character mm-hmm. and he knows his other character Goyo that he plays. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. all like you you kind of creating a little universe. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, for sure. So hold on, this is a skit show or what's? No, this is just short movies. Short movies. Yeah. How, how short? Uh, this one, uh, wingman was like 15, 14, 14 minutes. Uh, Hoot crime was like twenty minutes. Mm. Um, Kitchen Spanish was about 15, 18. Right now, I'm trying to write more of two to three page skits because I feel like I could probably get some work somewhere just writing like yeah. shorter format uh, type stuff. And a lot of people's fucking attention span is shit now. Yeah. I, I do it myself. Like, fuck, 12 minute movie, 20 minute movie. I don't know if I want to. That's why I like this because when I listen to like a podcast online, it caps my it, it captures my attention and I'm sometimes listening for like two three hours yeah. uh, of stuff yeah. and it really you know it helps with other stuff too like yeah. you know picking up a book or whatever yeah um, but um is that why you were like why you were involved or you or I know you're working for Univision like is that what, was, was that I, a goal I just quit two weeks ago. just quit two weeks <laughs> <laughs> was Wait, that a goal what what were you doing? <laughs> uh, I was. <laughs> Well, since I've been, like I said, I've been to run production uh, for a long time, so they yeah, hired Benito. me. And, yeah. <laughs> I actually worked for Telemundo, too, and I quit. Oh, shit. Uh, but I was, um, I was going to be their uh, news director um, for the two newscasts at 6 p.m. and 11 p.m., but when they brought me in, they had me training in this whole other department that I don't like, that I don't... 20, for 20 years, I avoided doing this. It's called Master Control, mm-hmm. and basically, you're in charge of the times when breaks air. Okay. So when the Toyota commercial, you have to put it at this time, and you can't, don't put two uh, rival car uh, commercials back to back. So I'm like, I don't want to do scheduling and oh, yeah. having to do math and having to, you know, and that stuff. So I, I really didn't like that, and and I called my old job and was like, hey, you guys still have my position open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, but you better hurry up. I'm like, all right, I'll quit right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they weren't happy with me because Univision, it was the second time that they hired me. The first time they hired me, I said yes, but LinkedIn, where I'm going to end up working tomorrow again, Oh, nice. called me the same day. Yeah. So I even already signed Univision that I said yes. I told them, oh, you know what, never mind. Sorry, they offered me another job over here. And so they came back at me again six, six months later because they knew that, you know, my resume, I, I knew how to do all the stuff that they want me to do. But, yeah, it was, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really 
How, how was it working uh, Univision? You were, were you with like the anchors and all that in the back? Oh yeah, no, the anchor, uh, the, main, cool? the main, the main, the main anchor there. Um, I don't even know who's Ramon, on there. Ramon Adame, he's, oh, yeah. he's hella cool, dude. Like we would go out to lunch all the time. And, really? Yeah, he'd just be talking about because he's from Guadalajara. Yeah, and uh, my family's from? from Guadalajara, so okay. we had a lot in common. And uh, yeah, when he when I told him that I was leaving, he he was a little bummed out. But uh, yeah, no, he was really cool. That's cool. Yeah. I remember seeing, well, I've been seeing that guy since I was a kid. <laughs> when I worked at Telemundo, dude, we had oh, the most gorgeous weather, girl. And uh, and we would go out to, like, taquerias to eat. Oh, shit. She'd be like, oh, where are you guys going? Oh, we're just going to this little taqueria. She was, like, really, like, classy, like, you know, model. She was, like, a Miss Latina, whatever. Yeah. Here. And she's like, oh, can I go? So, yeah. So, it's like, everyone's looking at us and we're just like. <laughs> I always. <laughs> yeah. I always, I always wonder how they how they are in person because, like, you know, with acting, certain actors, you know, they, they portray different roles. And some of them are, you know, either really scary or really funny. And, yeah. like, with news anchors, they're, they're just like robots. Like, today we have, you know. Yeah. So, I was wondering, like, is this motherfucker crazy? Like, is he wild in real? Per- in real? The, uh. The I'm not trying to get shit dirt on any stacks of bodies in the closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dexter style shit. Because you're reading the news and you're like, today there was a massacre. Like, how can you say that some of that shit with a straight face? You yeah, know? No. the weatherman's like, today it's going to be raining blood. I mean, it's going to be raining <laughs> like, <more thin." laughs> like, I picture uh, a news anchor like reading a story and and like something really per- like something that happened that's sad and and like a tear comes out of her eye, like you're fired the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the anchor that I worked with in uh, Telemundo in Las Vegas, yeah, uh, she was dumb, dude, like really? a dumb person. Like <laughs> you are in charge of letting everyone in Las Vegas know what's going on in the yeah. news, and you can't figure out how to fucking get a candy bar out of a fucking vending machine. <laughs> like we had to help her every time. But let me ask you a question: um, Do the how much? power do the anchors have over the stories oh, yeah. is it a case where people are just feeding them the information to read and their only job is to just like read it and present it to the public or do they have like some sort of final say do they do any investigative reporting on their own yeah i'm not sure how much they did because we we sat in different sides of the of um the studio uh but i do uh, remember um the anchor uh, in las vegas uh not wanting to do a story or not or wanted to change a lot of what the, of what the way the story was written or how the facts were presented. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, but that's a good point. Um, you never know what that you're reading a teleprompter. You know, that's what yeah. I well, they're all reading the teleprompter for sure. But no, I mean, uh, like they don't have any, like he said, yeah, any. Um, I was wondering, but they about definitely that too. do write and cut their own. Okay. Of, of how they wanna. One thing I found interesting about Telemundo was, um, and I guess this is true for all the Spanish network news. Uh, a lot of producers, you know, not everyone's Mexican. You know, there's people yeah. from Puerto Rico, there's people from Venezuela. But if you're wait, writing, wait, wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you're writing, what part of Mexico is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's on the south side. Um, <laughs> no, but it was funny that uh, they if everyone has has to write it as if Mexicans were oh wow. were, were going to listen to it or read it. So if there was any slang from like Puerto Rico or anywhere else, you can't use it. No a lot of people doing voiceovers, they uh, had the, you know, Puerto Rico, a la gente Puerto yeah, Rico. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you have to say your R's. Like they would tell them. Oh, like, so they would have to, and I would help them edit a lot of time their voiceovers. So we had to get rid of every L sound. <laughs> and Puerto Rico. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Like they want 
the news to sound like the the the, um, the language to sound Mexican. Yeah. Not like. Not not. Yeah. Because that's their biggest. I'm sure they're biggest. Yeah, yeah, fuck know. the other Spanish people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Dude, they're, being, they're racist as Jeez. fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's horrible. I yeah. didn't know that about. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because I'll I mean, never get hired in news again. <laughs> fuck vosotros. Fine, get yeah. that vosotros shit out of here. <laughs> no vosotros up in here, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> like, no, that that was a thing in my Spanish class. Like <laughs> when I was a kid, they taught us no vosotros, right? And yeah. then like yeah. when I took Spanish three as a senior we had this like spaniard this dude from spain come as a teacher oh, yeah. his name was mr ibarra shout out to him the native speakers hated him because he was like yo there's this other form called fosotros and we use it yeah. like across the pond and everyone's like we don't use that here homes yeah that we deleted that homes. we improved we improved <laughs> we the language homes. and he's like no but this is standard and i'm like standard for one small country you're latino too of, right yeah last name's lascano lascano so yeah Word up. I mean, granted, it's Castilian. It's technically over from no, no, but Spain. What? But. What? what uh, <laughs> what's your? Because I forgot you mentioned it once. You're Mexican. Uh, like my dad's grandfather was from Spain, and like his grandmother was from Mexico. Vosotros. Yeah. Nice. So vos vosotros on one side of the family. Fuck vosotros on the <laughs> other side. Of the Dude, I, fuck I, it for days. When I took, I took uh advanced spanish in, in high school it was like a whole different language the spanish yeah. the castellano mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it's a whole different language i, I, I <laughs> you're like what the fuck is this i, I didn't realize how much slang i use in my spanish oh fuck yeah dude jesus yeah especially being around then chilangos and then the way they speak their spanish the other fucking slang they use and then there's a lot of words that we use that aren't spanish right parqueando el carro no like uh, i think <laughs> like, chicano like, words yeah like sacate for example that I, I, oh no! I don't, it's pasto. Like pasto is Spanish. Like, that's pasto, probably some Indian word. Césped. Césped. Yeah, césped or, pa or uh, pasto. I've heard it. Sacate. It's yeah, I've be, only I've only heard it here. It's got to be an Indian word, right? Yeah, there's like, no. like like isn't isn't the Spanish spoken in in Mexico and other parts of Central South America like sprinkled with like Mayan and, well, and yeah, Aztec and languages too? Every different area in Mexico has their like you know like in, in Sinaloa they speak it way different than Michoacan and then Mexico City has their own yeah. their own code words that they use. Um, just, it, it's kind of like English in that regard. Oh, yeah. Like you, the like people over there in the UK are turning up their noses at us in the United States and everywhere else. Like that's not how you say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you mean you spell aluminum that way? What <laughs> the fuck is going on, you damn colonists? <laughs> Bollocks. <laughs> Bollocks. Exactly. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you, uh, um, what, what, um, like with your running chef, that's new. Like, are you working on a feature film, or are you working on... Uh, we're working on a series, uh, actually two series. Uh, two series. So we've been, you know, we've been writing, we're five episodes deep in one, and then two <clears throat> two in another. But, the Juan uh, one? No, no. Is these that are, part of it? Those are all just shorts. Oh, okay, like, okay. Like two, three minutes, when, just to get, you know, uh, sometimes you forget, you know, I'm, I'm horrible at social media unless it's my own selfies and shit. Yeah, yeah. But as far as pr promoting... I figure if we do maybe a couple like you know two minute you know three minutes every other every month, it'll generate some sort of interest. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard now. I mean, I'm not, let me ask you guys as comics: Do you think it's harder now that it's easier for someone to go viral on a quick little five ten second video than actually putting work into writing something funny or? 
I've never gone viral, so I can't even answer that. Yeah, I never, <laughs> but, I never took that into account. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the, the people that went viral, like early on, or the ones that kind of stuck around. I don't know. I mean, I see. I think it's harder to go viral now because hell, a lot of people yeah. are trying to go viral. Competition is a beast. Competition is a beast, man. Yeah. And there's like legit production companies. Uh, involved in YouTube and all that now because they yeah. see the potential. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I, I don't envy people that go viral. Like, good for yeah. them. Yeah, but, good for um, them. Yeah, I feel like if anything I ever did went viral, like it went viral because it's whatever reason it went viral is out of my control. Mm-hmm. And like to duplicate that, you know, to do it again, yeah. I'd rather just like work on something that maybe has a small audience but it's consistent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, for I, me, for me. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. I, I hear, I'm I hear not that relatable saying. to begin with, so yeah. <laughs> You're a weird guy. Yeah, yeah. It's, pretty yeah. <laughs> it's pretty relatable anywhere. <laughs> no, yeah, but um, uh, as far as yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if any of my comedy will ever go viral. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I never even thought yeah. about that. I mean, that's not. I, what I just want to get booked. That's, <laughs> that's, that's all I really care. Um, and and with the show, I'm trying like, to get booked so I can tell them no. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> that would be the. <laughs> And then they see me doing a show the next week, like, what the fuck? <laughs> that would be nice to get to that level. Exactly. So, Being able to turn down who you want. Oh my yeah. God. Or too busy to turn stuff down. That'd be nice, too. So, mm. Jesus, how, how often do you do stand-up? Oh, shit. Um, maybe twice a month. Wow, okay. Twice a month. Once or twice a month. And that's enough for you to get booked. Yeah. That's crazy. I got another question, man. Well, I always get booked by the same my same my. Friends. I try to book you as much as I can. Yeah, I know you had me on once, and then the next show, hey, you want to come back? I just got, I just went. There. I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> I know, I did one with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, the yeah. The first one. The first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that your very first that one? That was my first one since like the three year break I had with with doing my own. Pro- Produce yeah. my own shows, yeah. Yeah, hella comics, dude. It looked like the that was we, pretty big. When we man. took a picture, dude. We looked like the fucking Sergeant Pepper's <laughs> album cover. Like, I I I used to book even more before that, like yeah. on one, and then uh, Storin talked to me. He's like, and then you talked to me too. Yeah. Like, you gotta cut it down to ninety minutes. Yeah. Ninety minutes is the key. But before I didn't care. Like, you know, hey, you want to come on? Like, it's fucking party. Like, yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody, come here. <laughs> no. <Get a> set. <laughs> we are the world. <laughs> we are fucking Avengers of comedy. You know? <laughs> yeah. He even had Dan Aykroyd for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Who just showed up? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, um. I'm always very mindful about that. I I really hate long comedy shows. Yeah. I but I also really hate uh, really long wrestling shows. And, and really, and I'm interested in both but i'm like honestly like in wrestling a two two hour show is more than enough like that's cool but there's other companies out here that do it for like three hours wwe uh you know well wrestlemania is its own thing but it's like dude i can't fucking sit here for three hours and really yeah and watch shit you know i never even paid attention to how long wrestling shows go it depends it depends um you know i was gonna talk about this with evan because i stopped watching wrestling um, like WWE, because I used to be, I used to love, I followed it all during the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this turned me off to wrestling when Chris Benoit thing happened, oh, and it yeah. wasn't even like it. Sh- like, yeah, family. Just, yeah, that shit was. I don't know. I don't heartbreaking, know. man. It was like I, I'm, I'm just gonna say this now, and it, and it's probably gonna have a lot of people raise their eyebrows listening. But before Chris Benoit did what he did, yeah, he was one of my top five dead yeah. or alive wrestlers because I, I like the technical guys. Hell you know yeah. what I mean? Like the because they made it look real. You know yeah. what I mean? They made it look like I had to work to earn their space. He and was like, a scary dude. Him, Dean Malenko, 
Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. Perry Saturn, Eddie Guerrero. Like, yeah. you know, I had to throw the little accent in there. Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> like, those, those were my guys, man. Yeah. Like, and so to hear him fall so harshly, like, and yeah. I'm I'm glad that less people are doing the headbutts now because apparently that brain damage was uh, a huge cause of uh, of his I, first thing I act. first yeah the first rumors are the roid rage they studied his brain right really yeah they they cut it open and they're like it's the same it's as like mush. A, was an eighty year old man or something yeah. like that I, I want to say it was another wrestler that did it that used to wrestle and who's uh, uh who did the the uh, test or whatever uh, I forget his name now a wrestler yes. Yeah. I, believe, I believe so. Nowinski. Nowinski. I think he's the one that did it. I'm pretty sure. I kind of remember that being a thing. That was a scary story, man. Like that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking. Because he, he hit. Like I, I was watching that he hit up Chavo Guerrero right yeah, after the he more, did that. The more they yeah. leaked out little by little, it was like more crazy. That's you scary, know? dude. Yeah. Because first it was just him. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, by the way, the wife and the kid. Yeah. I didn't hear that he hit up Chavo. Yeah. What did he say to Chavo? I'll, I'll send you the link. What did he say to Chavo? He after said killing uh, his something about something about the dogs are in the cage and like. And like oh, he yeah. was crazy at that yeah. point. He had already at this. At this they cryptic. determined at that point he had already killed the family, and oh then they, my God. And he talked about it on the Chris uh, Jericho's podcast. That is so sad. Yeah, and it's it's crazy, dude. Um, but. Are you, are you have you heard you, like the fan theory that Kevin Kevin Sullivan? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. I want to believe that just because I I, I love Chris Benoit so I know, much. Yeah. And I want him to be like to go out there. I was just like, yeah, Kevin did it. <laughs> Conspiracy. He's been hating on Chris for a while. He took his wife, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He took his wife. Yeah, so. You know, I don't know. You got the motivation. You know what I'm saying? Probably the means. Dudes would do. Dudes would do. He was all very. Kinds of he was very patient. Then if he waited this long, yeah, hey, psychopaths. I'm, I'm gonna wait till he has a kid. A kid, yeah, <laughs> and he's on top of the world with his wrestling. because yeah. he was at that point, right? He was yeah, like yeah. on top. Yeah, he just a- and was you, champion. Yeah. And he was a champion. Chris Benoit has a son. Nobody talks about yeah. spitting image of him. Yeah, I don't know if he's any if he's in, is any good as his father, but looking like Chris Benoit is gonna be like. Not a good thing for your career, yeah. sad or to say. your dating life. <laughs> oh my gosh, no! Nah. Like I mean, actually, well, well, I mean, maybe, maybe the E Do or like AEW would be like, <laughs> we're introducing a real killer here, folks. Chris Benoit Jr., the <laughs> rabid Wolverine, has returned. The one that survived. It'd be like, you know, That's I'm gonna kill you in the ring. Like that'll be his whole like shtick. <laughs> Hey, speaking of that, you ever thought of you? you I know you about talked killing to, my family. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, oh, wait, you have a unique situation. Hey, <laughs> JD, I can't do your show tonight. No, <laughs> the dogs are out. <laughs> the dogs are in the backyard. That's fucked up. No, um, I know you want to do a, a wrestling film, right? I have. Oh, um, no, oh, but I know you. you oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I actually want to do one in Spanish. Um, I haven't done. A lot in Spanish, if anything. I'm trying to think. Uh, but yeah, no, I want to write a... Uh, I, w- I want to do a documentary. I've been fucking trying to do this for a while. Uh, a Lucha Libre documentary, a Mexican wrestling documentary here in the Bay Area because yeah. I was I was uh, part of it. I was part of the scene that started in the Bay Area. So I have, you know, all the resources. I have all the... Uh, um, video archives. I have all the posters. I have all the stuff that we did. And I'm like, this is kind of interesting. I really want to, because it started out like, uh, I was a fan of pro wrestling. Yeah. I moved here to Newark in 96, 97. The TV studio where I was learning how to you know, do production had wrestling. That's where uh, Shane Cody's uh, dad 
uh, would do little small little TV studio and they would bring the ring mm-hmm. and I was like oh shit I like wrestling I like Lucha Libre so they, I was a cameraman I was like 16, 17 years old and uh, and then I got into it every month they would come in and I would do videos and then I would do interviews with the wrestlers and me and my buddy would have our own little public access TV show where we went to live shows nice. and I got to meet like Mankind I got to meet Virgil I got to meet you know Val Venus D'Lo Brown like all these people and um, eventually, you know, I kept working with a lot of different wrestling companies in the Bay Area. And then one time this guy um, called me, this guy's from uh, Pachuca, Mexico. Mm. And he goes, hey, I saw in Spanish, you know, I saw that you have a flyer for a wrestling show. He's like, do you think I could come in and like train? He's like, I used to be a luchador in Mexico and da da da. So I'm like, yeah, come through. So I bring him into Hayward and he starts training and then he starts wrestling. Like he never... He immigrated here from Mexico not knowing that he would ever do it again. You know, yeah. he's kind of like, there's something that I used to do over there, but I don't see that happening here. And so I'm like, fuck, there's got to be way more guys than like like this dude out here in the Bay Area. And sure enough, I posted a, a ad on a, uh, this Mexican newspaper. And dude, I was getting calls from like people. Oh, dude, I used to wrestle in Guadalajara. Now I'm living here in Gilroy. Now I'm living here in Oakland, like day labor work and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like like any oh, kind shit. of stuff. And then uh, I used to be a doctor, man. You got any clinics? Because <laughs> right? you know, I'm yeah. sure there's yeah. Well, they used to call me Doctor Maldad, but uh, but no, yeah. So I got this group started of like you know over 20 nice. dudes that you know never thought that they were going to do it again yeah. they're just thinking and some people hadn't done it in 20 years like some guys were a little up there in age and they were like oh my god you know and they got their masks i got somebody to do the all the masks and all the costumes and nice. shit and yeah and, and we went at it for a couple of years and then um uh, you know, people kind of split off and do their own thing. And Illegal Wrestling Federation presents. <laughs> oh, man. We could talk for days. <laughs> That's why I'm glad I, you, you can. I know you're involved in the wrestling scene. And Homeboys here used to do a lot of backyard wrestling. And they're involved with the wrestling yep. uh, world, too. Mm-mm. I don't know much. But I, I mean, Mr. Go to Work was like yeah. the rookie of the year for the, for the feds we ran ccw uh-huh. former underground champion i realized that that doesn't mean much to the listeners at home but you, could, you, could, you could like dial up ccw on on uh our backyard wrestling history up on youtube to yeah. check that out we were actually gonna make a wrestling documentary some time ago yeah like iop video you know me and and phil you know the the engineer and and uh uh producer of go to work and frost at many fears you know like i'm also a producer go to work frosting many years many fears many fears selfish plug sorry but like i mean shoot i'm pretty sure we would love to collaborate on something because we are are very passionate fans and i just now realized about five minutes ago that you're wearing a psychosis shirt (laughs) how awesome is that like you know lwo got a parka mask (laughs) right here I think uh, the psychosis up there. It's like a no, weird one. Th- oh, this one. It's uh, El Escorpion Dorado. That he's a YouTuber. I don't even. Mm. I don't even know if he's a real wrestler, but he's 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 funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I just saw some other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But yeah, no. That that's something that I've been working on for a while. Like I, I know I can do it. I have all the resources. I just got to fucking plan it out and, and actually do it. And it's lucha libre based, not just uh, right because this so, a, yeah, before, lucha libre and like professional wrestling. So bef- it's kind of separate in a way, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. The Mexican stuff, like with the mask and shit. I would argue that WCW did a good job of kind of uh, uh, merging, like that and ECW to yep, a certain extent, yep. of merging the two into. Really? No, no, no. They can coexist. They totally can work together. Like it's not like a difference between. 
kung fu and like boxing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because there is a difference between kung fu and yeah, boxing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. and now and now, honestly, everything in the that you see in independent wrestling is a hybrid of 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 American pro wrestling and Mexican lucha libre and Japanese. Wrestling. Oh yeah, the Japanese. Oh, yeah. It's his own thing. <clears> too right? Yeah. The strong stated. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, that'd be dope, man. Um, I'd, I'd really like to. Well, yeah, and then I'm there. We, I, I was supposed to do that. The grant, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get yeah. The grant. Is that is that kind of what you had in mind to do a documentary? Um, with? no, no. The the other story I had was more of a of a drama. Drama. Yeah, it's okay. more of a sad kind of movie. Because, like I said, I've never done. I never. I don't think I've written something in Spanish. I'd actually like to do comedy in Spanish. That's what my next thing is. Yeah. I want to do stand up in Spanish. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe. I gotta work on like doing. There should be like an open mic for Spanish in the Bay Area, dude. Because there's a lot of. I know Victor's doing stand up in Spanish yeah, now. Yeah, Dennis Salinas. Dennis Salinas. I know there's a big, but um, I'd be nice to have a. There's Spanish. not any. I mean, there's only one like big people like Polo Polo or like yeah. Del Gonzalez or somebody comes up here. But you know what, dude? I wonder if the. I wonder if a constant scene would work. Yeah, maybe because there's maybe a, San Jose. San Jose for sure, because you know they they have a lot of uh, like banda events in Richmond here. Yeah. I wanted to do something here. I, you know, I don't like to drive far. <laughs> no, but there is a big scene for like the banda, and I'm sure a lot of that would work with with a uh, like Spanish stand up. I I thought about like translating my own jokes that I have now, and I think it'll sometimes work. It, sometimes it it doesn't work. Yeah, but uh, in in uh, Mexico, I've noticed they're a lot of people are doing more st- what stand they up. call stand up. They yeah. even call it stand up. It's not. It's not anymore Fran- like Franco Escamilla. It's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's not a, uh, anymore like Polo Polo where it was jokes about oh the little bird took a shit on a yeah, horse and like the horse liners. Yeah, so, yeah, but it's long jokes. Yeah, no. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. You're right. And it's kind of jokes that you that your uncles and and everyone else know. Like I remember when like I was folk stories when I was growing up in yeah. Mexico. They had the little tapes. You grew up in Polo Mexico. Polo. Yeah. No way. Oh, so you you're. Uh, I was back. I was back and forth. Back, back and, and forth. forth. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna ask you because you got a unique situation. You're, you're living here, but you got a kid in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how, how, how is that? How that happened? I just or fucked in Mexico <laughs> <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Vacation that stuck with you. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. Uh, uh, it was actually my ex girlfriend when I uh, was living out there when I was in junior high or secundaria. Yeah. And then uh, you're born here, though. Years, yeah. Okay, okay. And then years later. Uh, we uh, linked up again, and I brought her over here, and then we had a kid, and then we broke up. Oh, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> That's how, you know, <laughs> you know how, it's how you, it usually happens. I called you a UNICEF dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a kid over there, like, oh, how did yeah. that happen? Uh, I send, I send, uh, w- um, <laughs> you send what's boxes that? of World, food? World Vision, uh, Rice. or what's that fucking, um, donate, you, uh, uh, I'm never talking about, not UNICEF. Uh, what, a funny thing, though, about uh, growing up, in both places yeah. is that I did all my junior high over there. Uh-huh. All secundaria. So when I moved here to Newark, California. So you did puberty over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the best area to fucking, <laughs> with all the Jalisco chill. Yeah, dude. Uh, but when I came over here as a sophomore at Newark Memorial High School here, just because I, I, they saw my transcripts from Mexico, they assumed I didn't speak that much English. Yeah. So they put me in like the ESL class and I was like, Fuck yeah, dude! Oh yeah, because it was like everyone else was reading like Catcher in the Rye, and we were like 
cat in a hat type shit you know <laughs> so i was like fuck yeah dude so i was i was hella acing i was hella acing those like, classes no sam i am yeah. i do not like green eggs and ham yeah. i do not like them with a box <laughs> i will not eat them with a fox real shit that fox can go fuck itself sam i am like, i put it on an accent so you don't get moved <laughs> i know no they, they caught on eventually oh, yeah? like fuck they will be this there's a <laughs> I recently discovered uh, Dr. Seuss. Like I knew, who, what the fuck? no, yeah, I knew who he was, but like I was like, I'm not gonna fucking read Dr. Seuss. Like I was watching, you know, violent cartoons as a kid. But I have a kid, yeah, and she's like, Papa, can you read this book? And one time, uh, she had a Dr. Seuss book, and I'm reading. I'm like, Oh my god, this she's stuff deep. is amazing. It's amazing. No, it's amazing. Like, yeah, the I, I'm not into poetry or anything, so I, you know, I'm brand new to it, and I'm just like, I, you know, I picked up a bunch more, and I'm just like having a blast reading it. Yeah, she's no, like, yeah. She like wants to create all these stories and improvise, and I'm like, shut up, kid. I want to be Doctor Seuss. <laughs> trying to rhyme everything. I mean, real you know, we talk. Got Bob Ross Seuss was a genius. <laughs> Seuss was a genius. Yeah. I mean, the the illustrations were done by him. Oh, really? You know what I mean? That. If I'm not mistaken, he he drew those and and he wrote them, and like any any time somebody puts their energy into teaching kids uh, through literacy, whether it's something oh, simple yeah. like. Uh, colors or or numbers or something more complex with how we deal with our emotions like that's huge to me that's a service that needs to be done shout out to dr seuss shout <laughs> out to the homie mr rogers mr, mr. Rogers. rogers yeah i remember watching i didn't understand anything <laughs> or, uh, he was saying. Geyser. <laughs> yeah because i remember watching it as a kid and i i didn't speak english till about third grade i know mm. i was mentioning this uh, to you guys earlier because i grew up with immigrant parents and um uh, like the simpsons were the were the first thing that kind of taught me english <laughs> yeah and speaking of the like the stand-up thing so you uh, learned english from mapu yeah i did yeah, straight up <laughs> welcome to the cookie mark yeah um <laughs> thank you come back <laughs> um with uh the the stand-up thing like when i first explained to my parents i did stand-up the only like reference i had for them was polo polo they're like yep. you do what yeah like yeah because you, you have you it's ever a heard dirty polo ass polo? comedian it's a dirty comedian yeah. and for them i told them yeah this, i do what that guy does and they're like oh my yeah. god <laughs> you, you'd have to listen to those tapes like in secret like when yeah. your parents were home yeah super dirty trip. yeah it's funny going back to how you learned english like uh the times that because like i said we moved so every year we would move so i do oh, I do first grade here. I do second grade there. I do third grade here. I do fourth grade there. Because um, my mom always wanted to stay out there. And then so my dad would live in the States and we would be over there. And then we'd always tell my dad, hey, record like all the TGIF, like the yeah. Full House, the Family Matters. Just record. And so he when he would come back in Christmas to Mexico, he'd bring us all these fucking tapes. Nice. And we'd watch all these old ass perfect strangers yeah. and, and all that stuff. And actually that's kinda how pains. I how, how kinda how I found comedy stand up is he brought a uh, Simbad special. Oh yeah. And I was like, holy shit. And I would watch it over and over and over. So Simbad was I also consider a uh, influence in, yeah. in stand up. Simbad, you said you saw Simbad perform at the at Tommy T's. Uh, what I was gonna say, you also grew up moving around, no? Yeah. To different, like how 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 was that? I don't want to. I don't know how to explain it. Cause uh, is it harder to embrace American stuff when you're going back and forth, or is it, it makes you appreciate? Probably for you too. No, I, I hated hated American comedy. I was like, what really? kind of corny ass shit is this? Like, <laughs> Real? It is not funny. I remember I watched uh, uh what's um. What's that that musical duo from SNL, Mike Myers and 
Uh, Wayne's World. Wayne's, Wayne's World? World. I watched Wayne's World like in '97 or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, "This is crap." <laughs> really? I can't believe a whole well, you, country. You grew up in Belize or everywhere, Mexico? dude. Everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, Mexico, then El Paso, which is like basically Mexico with yeah. better taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Belize. Anyways, um, what actually uh, soft um, kind of won me over was Friends. Really? Yeah. Now, yeah, because it was it was. I don't know why. Like, I think it's just easier to digest. Yeah. The comedy. You know, it's simple. It's, it's, it's simple. Not, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like, it's not Wayne's World. Um, well, that's easy to digest, too. I mean, I don't know. I, I Wayne's World doesn't well, seem I, complicated. No, well, it's not complicated, but I <laughs> think it is. I think it is very um, American. Oh, I see. Whereas, what you're saying. whereas yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Friends is a lot more, a lot more universal. Yeah. And so I actually went back and watched Wayne's World years later and i was like oh this is actually pretty funny like, yeah i understood the comedy right but you had to be immersed a little bit in the in the culture to get it and yeah. it's also very very stuck in its time too yeah right? like very it's it's generational references it's it's musical references and especially all that. if you're a metalhead yeah because like, you know i watched it again as a like when, once i got really into the music and then, yeah. like i understood everything perfectly yeah some stuff doesn't universally nah. translate well and that, that's okay yeah. you know nothing wrong with niche audiences yeah. Did you guys uh, watch um, The Risk? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, and that's not. one of those that I wish people understood yeah. Spanish or yeah. at least Mexican Spanish to yeah. watch and get the references because yeah. some of that, some of his stuff is gold, man. Yeah, he's actually him and, and Chespirito were big influences mm -hmm. for me comedy wise. But I never, it, it's hard to translate some of that not even dude i'd love to work with that that oh, hell yeah, oh dude. i i know a guy who did oh, a commercial easy, bro yeah. yeah so um yeah he he i i went to i did a i took theater classes with him i did improv with, with him with all oh, with the dude the not, guy yeah, not the best his, no, no, no. <laughs> uh his name is nev but uh he lives in antioch um huh. and i was i was happy for him but at the same time i was a little bit bitter because i was like <laughs> fuck you like that's, that's my role model you know but uh yeah he did he did a, and i i watched the um the commercial yeah and uh my friend's actually so talented that 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 he to me he keeps up with with that best um yeah. but uh anyways i just wanted to share let, that. Me, let me ask you guys yeah. something real quick like i didn't grow up with tillamundo you know i grew up in arkansas but now i moved out here i'm flipping through channels and i'm watching something and i'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. This looks like somebody got a bunch of new actors and they're reenacting a scene from Married with Children. Is this Married with Children but with new actors and it all in Spanish? What the hell? I don't know. <laughs> do they do that? Is that a thing that like... They have they, their own original stories, man. Sometimes I, I feel like... I can't think of... I'm it. trying to think of what series they have. Uh, like a, one of the series got brought over to the States, like a, La, La, La Fea Mas Bella, what was it? Oh, uh, Ugly, uh, Betty? Ugly Betty. Where, where did that originate? Uh, Colombia. I thought that was Colombia. Colombia, okay. Not Mexico, but like it yeah. went to Mexico. I want to say, didn't they recently do a Breaking Bad in Mexico? E, well... I want to. I, uh, I kind of want to think that's so, that's a thing. So this is like a common practice. They're doing alternate universe versions of like shows. No, made. I, I, I wouldn't say, say common. Uh, no, no. no. Is, but it is done sometimes. Mm, like, you you more more what you'll see is just straight up dubbing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. That's right. probably more uh, common. I know I, Mexican audience has no problem with watching a dubbed show. No. I fucking hate it, dude. Really? It's always the same people too. Hola, como esta, Charlie? <laughs> Especially cartoons. Yeah, I watch it with my kids a lot. Yeah. And my kid, I said kids, uh, with my kid a lot. Like recently he wanted to watch uh, Wreck-It Ralph, like the second 
part of it. The second uh, he only movie, speaks Spanish, right? Uh, he he mainly speaks Spanish, okay. but he he understands it. But okay. if he had a choice, he wants to see a movie in Spanish. Mm. So I had to watch the shit with him in Spanish, <laughs> and I know they're saying funny things, yeah. but I'm like, it, it just doesn't better. translate. Yeah. So I had to watch it when he wasn't home. <laughs> like I, I'm like, I need to watch Wreck It Ralph because I'm pretty sure it's hilarious. <laughs> So I did that a lot, you know. Stranger Things, I had to watch it with him first in Spanish, oh, and yeah. then I watched once it all. Once, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they called her say. I'm like, what the fuck is say? I, have you ever? There's a there's a cut of like Star Wars Episode One, I think, where they translated it like into Chinese and then like back into English. Oh. And like they, for some reason, even though the term Jedi Order is totally made up, the only way they could translate it for the Chinese people to under to get it is as like the the Council of Presbyterian Ministers or some shit like that. Like oh, this very specific Jesus. religious group, and I'm like, what the fuck? So my uh, my neighbor had Lion King in Spanish. Yeah, the tape. And- Brilliant. El yeah, yeah. It was actually funnier in Spanish. Really? Oh, so, wow. so the hyenas were chilangos. Oh, man. So anything they said was, was hilarious. That's very fitting. Yeah, yeah. ¿Qué pasa, Ñero? ¿Qué pasa? Cámara, Hace tiempo que no nos visteses. Dude, I could listen to, um, like, like chilangos. Yeah. That's what they call people from Mexico City. I could listen to them speak it's, spanish it's actually the people that immigrated to mexico the people that city. immigrated from mexico but city. They, everyone here just considers and if you say mexico city you're chilango yeah some some like some of them don't like it though like they'd be called chilango yeah but dude anytime i hear like the ones that really it's a there's a term for it no the the, the way they speak isn't it Al, uh well they call alburian is that not that no alburian is just double just, um double entendre <clears throat> okay but but those dudes that have that really heavy Mexico City accent. Yeah, I could literally talk to one of those dudes and have me cracking up the whole time just because their their fucking slang is hella yeah. funny, dude. I picked it up because uh, a lot of the luchadores that, that oh yeah that said I said they're chilangos, so I I started speaking like them. Yeah, and like you know, people would call me uh, call me out at home about it. It's funny. <laughs> it's it's funny, dude, because my brother in laws chilango, yeah. and one of the things that he used to always say to us. Is camera. You know how they say camera? camera? And I never I never got it, so I just started saying acción. <laughs> and then he would look at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, camera. Acción. <laughs> yeah. And uh Luces. <laughs> but, Lights. <laughs> um The thing the thing I was gonna ask you too is uh with the 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 you never actually did like wrestling though. You just were you involved I, with it? I, I trained. I'm going back um, to the wrestling thing. I trained. Um, oh no way! Because yeah. uh, I was there. Like I was oh, the one that okay, opened okay. the gym. I was the one that. So I did train, but I never wanted to do it. Uh, I've I've been a manager before, um, especially to translate for the guys that didn't speak English. Okay. Uh, so I enjoyed being being a part of it and have the crowd yell at you and that stuff. But as far as actually going in there now, and it's because I've never really been athletic and. You know, I didn't really want to work out like these guys were doing, and so there's like a there's like a theme here. Like, like you're, like, you're good at stand oh, up. Yeah. You don't really want to do it. Yeah. You had an opportunity yeah. to wrestle. I'm noticing the trend, Mr. Halfway So man. what if you're not athletic? Hulk Hogan's yeah. been doing like five oh, moves yeah. most yeah. of his career. And he's all buff for nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't have to do 
shit, but there's, like lift your leg. There's footage of Hogan actually working in in Japan because they made his ass fucking work out there. Oh yeah, that was Mar- I seen that arm bars. I was like, oh, the Hulkster <laughs> did an arm bar. Yeah. Oh damn. Because <laughs> the Japanese don't play that way. Oh shit. yeah. It's no. like you're not doing your little pose and your yeah, vitamin exactly. speech here, brother. Yeah. You know, like like Stone Cold. I didn't really find him. That interesting as far as his athleticism. I mean, yeah, he was more anything. of a brawler. Well, yeah, but you know, his style had to be that way, especially that after style. he got injured. Oh, yeah. Like once he got injured, it's like can't do this anymore. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. Nope. Got it. I guess I'll just punch things and stunner. Yeah. Just, his <laughs> personality, know? though, that's a whole different thing. His personality oh, yeah. was. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it definitely fits his personality. And you know what bothered me during the invasion storyline when they when they made him leader of the alliance? Yeah. Aside from the fact that it downplayed the strength of the alliance even more so than having the McMahons run it, uh, my my big thing was they should have majorly played up the fact that he was in ECW and WCW. They should have just taken their old footage and like played video packages and been like Stone Cold has come home, right? Mm-hmm. That would have actually given him. I think more credibility if they were going to go that route than what they did with the whole like, oh, he's just a WWF guy trading sides. No, I'm going back to my roots. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to where I started. See, I didn't even watch that. I didn't even. No? No. I stopped. I, I, I think I stopped kind of when you after the Attitude Era. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't that, was, as, that was an Attitude Era? I no, sworn that's that was after. Attitude era. Right? The Invasion was way after. Yeah, it was. Uh, actually, I feel like the, the Invasion it was more like tail, like. That's kind of where the Attitude Era ended. Yeah. Because because that was the last breath of the Attitude Era. And then after the invasion, it was the um, the brief, what was it, uh, uh, a Ruthless Aggression Era, which lasted for like five mm, yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Thanks to Triple H. Because yeah. the story goes, John Cena, you know, his, his first match was with uh, Kurt Angle. I think Kurt Angle was... I want to say this is during the time where he was like, I'm taking on all challengers and I'm defending my medals or whatever. And then John Cena gets in the ring. I think it was like 4th of July. I'll never forget. I think I came back from like a day at the carnival or a day at the fair. And um, there he was across the ring. And then I think Kurt asked John, uh, "What is there anything you'd like to say? And then John gets to the mic and he looks Kurt Angle in the eye and he goes, ruthless aggression and smacks Kurt Angle in the face. <laughs> What a way to start your career off, right? First match on TV, you're smacking the shit out of Kurt Angle. And then next thing you know, the, the, the plan was for him to do the same with Vince McMahon. Triple H, of course, the story goes, pulls Vince aside and goes, I don't want to do that. I don't think you should do that, Vince. I think that would look bad. So they cut his whole momentum at that point. And then, like, they don't do anything with him for a few months. And they're like, ah, oh, you're rapping now. Which, thankfully... Thankfully, is what spearheaded him. But all, but there's this alternate universe thing. I hated that thing. The where like, rapping thing. You hated the was, rap. I, I, I thought it was corny. Bro. I I liked the rap. I found it very entertaining. I like the fact that he could. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I'm a huge hip hop fan, <laughs> and I hate to admit it, but his album, like he actually he spits. But let's oh, not shit. forget the fact that I don't think he wrote those bars. I think Bumpy Knuckles. And the other cat that were running with him, like who are long-term hip-hop veterans, I think they ghost wrote for him. And that's that's okay because he's a wrestler first, right? I, I He lost me when he stopped rapping because the little battle raps that he did were entertaining. And then like once he stopped being a heel and stopped rapping, he became like the new generation's Hulk Hogan. And that's when I got tired of watching. Yeah. 
you know that and the fact that I don't have cable and they move SmackDown to Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Speaking of the Sci-Fi Channel, mm. uh, I know you sent me some of those horror flicks you make. That that's something you want to like pursue the horror thing because I, I, I like were, to do it again. Yeah, yeah. That's like, what we used to always do. Uh, uh, and around high school, and, you know, horror horror shorts. Yeah, that was our that was our like shit. Horror shorts. That's what that's what <laughs> I like. Have you seen our channel? Uh, I was about no, to I saw that. The, I just saw the music video you did. Oh you, yeah, I know we're not we're not releasing it yet, uh, but I sent it to. Him. <laughs> yeah, day after tomorrow. So. Yeah, no horror. That's that's one of my favorite yeah. genres, dude. Like, uh, I always. I didn't show it to nobody else. No, I know. I know. <laughs> Cause you did the, the, I mean, but those were those were like funny. The ones you sent the. Oh the uh, yeah, the, well that's when I mixed uh, lucha libre with zombies. Yeah, what was that? attack um, of the attack, attack of, of the, the zombie, zombie luchadores. luchadores? And it was uh, <laughs> it was for my buddy's film class. Yeah, um, I co-wrote it with him and I produced it because I had all this access to the ring, to real luchadores and stuff like that. Nice. We have the first document, first ever documented zombie dropkick. <laughs> in the in the whole uh, zombie cinema hey, history, when we put this out, we'll put the links history. to to that to those uh, shorts, okay, and then the running chef yeah, also. It's but very very low budget, but that's no, nah, but those are fun to make. Part yeah. of the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of horror movies are low. That's why so many people make them is because they're low budget, and like. I, was it Peter Jackson, director of Lord of the Rings, got his start making horror because yep. slow budget. He so. got inspired by Evil Dead. He's like, I could do that. Frighteners yeah. was, uh, I really like Frighteners. Fright? Frighteners. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, is that who you're talking about, right? Peter yeah. Jackson? Yeah. yeah. He did what? Frighteners with uh, Michael J. Fox and uh, Jake Busey and uh, I forgot the uh, dude from uh, Reanimator. Um, oh, God I'm trying to think of his name. Yeah, but uh, it's a. Uh, have you guys? You guys never seen that movie? Reanimator, the Fri- Frighteners. Oh, Frighteners, no, I've never Dude, seen that. Dude, that's good. What's What's some of your like favorite horror movies or movie just film influences? Um, that, that you, well, I've always been. I could uh, talk about film for days, man. Robert Not that I'm Rodriguez, into, but, man, I love movies. Robert Same Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez, Dust Till Dawn. Nice. Was Classic. definitely yeah. Was definitely a. Uh, there was one called. Uh, not a lot of people have seen this. I'm surprised. It was called. Uh, it's a uh, French uh, movie called De la Morte de la Mort. Uh, they call it Cemetery Man here. No, uh, it's Is really it cool. Older like a, black and white film. No, no, no. It was. It's an older. It's uh, oh god, what's his name? It's, it's a fa- uh, famous actor. Is uh, Cemetery Man like a remake? No, no. Oh, it's, they, they call it Cemetery. Yeah, they call it Cemetery Man when they released it out here. But I would. I it that's caught a my French movie. Yeah. De la Morte. So they dubbed yeah. it in English? Yeah. Yes, the French do make movies. No, 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 because I, I watched <laughs> it, but I didn't realize it was dubbed. Oh, really? No, it's hella dubbed. It scared the shit out of me. Dude. Yeah. It's disturbing. What, what is it called? The Cemetery Cemetery Man. Man. Uh, I'm assuming it's French, right? De la Morte, De la Morte. That's, that's, it could or, be. Or is that, am I making up? Uh, <laughs> is that like vosotros? Am I just... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Castilian. 1994. Oh, I thought you were talking about like... No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, I remember that... 63% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. That, I don't always go, like, I used to hella pay attention to the Rotten Tomatoes, but, man, it, no, no, but you're saying, sorry. No, no, yeah, they, they just, uh, the cover always, uh, I worked at uh, Blockbuster, and Jesus. and I always see the cover, I'm like, oh, you know, and I picked it up, and yeah, it was fucking good. Um, I really liked it. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't remade it yet, actually. 
I miss uh, Blockbuster, dude. Yeah. Something about going in a horror section, especially because of horror films, the covers. Well, the mom and pop uh, video stores had the best horror selection. That's true. Because yeah. they were more, it's a little bit more racy. A little Faces bit of more. death. Yeah. Dude. A little less corporate. Yeah, yeah exactly. A little less censorship going well, on. Yeah. Not even mom and pops, but Hollywood, Hollywood uh, video had. They had a good they selection. selection of yeah. horror, man. They had to be the alternative to the That's big true. blue and yellow monolith yeah. staring them down. What yeah. years did you work at Blockbuster? 99. 99. And I quit. I quit everything else. No. Where, where at? Uh, Newark. Newark. Yeah. You liked it? You liked Blockbuster? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I made it. I climbed the ranks, I guess, to assistant manager. Nice. And then when I quit, though, oh, dude, I fucking, I feel bad about this. Because I went total fucking klepto and stole hella shit. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, they were, because my, my friend was still the manager there when I left. Yeah. And he goes, bro. Really? Yeah. It's like you took hella shit, dude. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? The cameras weren't on, you know. Hella VHSs. No, dude. I, you know, I could oh, say now because it's been years. Time? No, no, it was. They were just coming out. Yeah, they were just coming out. It was mainly VHS. That wasn't the fucking thing. I was taking Nintendo 64. Oh my god. Yeah. I was taking uh, VCRs. Oh, I was man. taking uh, Sony PlayStation. Dude, there were no repercussions. Like, they didn't, dude, no. Well, they didn't my, call my, the dogs on you. Well, my buddies, like I said, he was <laughs> warning me. He's like, dude, they're thinking about getting a private investigator on your ass. Jesus. He's like, just bring some of the shit back. And I'm like, all right. And the next day I show up with the garbage fucking like a black garbage like full of shit. And I'm like gah, 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 and I ran. You left it like a child. Yeah. Like an abandoned child. I still have my Nintendo 64 and I still play it. Like I still have it hooked up on my TV. Nice. From thank you, Blockbuster. <laughs> they showed dude. you some mercy. Yeah. All do I have all I mean, real talk, yeah. would the PI really have been done that much good nah. anyway? No. Nah, what, I couldn't what, yeah. You were just being nice at that point. I was a fucking kid, you know, I was like yeah. 18. And uh, moving yeah, back to Mexico, yeah. you know what's crazy, dude? That it's you, good you, you did the rightish thing. You, you mentioned that. Uh, I, oh, I hate. Remind me the... to go back to a blockbuster story. No, no, go, go for it. Go for oh, it. Oh no, because it has to do with wrestling. Because my manager and everyone else was into wrestling, so mm. we have a little backyard wrestling thing called the Blockbuster Championship Wrestling. <laughs> oh. And so when we were when we closed, we would fucking. And I, ha I still have video of this. We would, you know, do our promos and then fight in the store. Nice. And then uh, one time, this new manager got hired on, and nobody fucking liked him. So the other manager, I'm like, "Hey, dude, let's scare this dude. Yeah. Just grab me and whip me against the magazine rack." <laughs> and he did that. He fucking grabbed me, and I flew that shit over. That shit <laughs> spilled everywhere. And this guy goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> you know. And then um, one time, we were fighting outside in the parking lot. And this is like midnight, and you know, just weapons and fucking uh, oh, shopping shit. carts and someone across the street from the donut shop called the cops on us <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> there was the security the camera could still they um, caught when we were all like they put us against the fucking thing so it was us like right here like they were getting searched and everything and they were like oh fuck this, the camera's looking right at us dude we were right on the fucking Bugs Life uh, poster and shit it was hella funny <laughs> I, w I worked there uh, 2008 and which uh, one in in Pinole, not not the nice part of Pinole, but uh the where all the shopping centers it's like are. the beginning of the end right there <laughs> yeah yeah and i hate it and one night i'm just like well, i want to go we all wanted to go jd home. has to go take a piss yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> he wanted Feel to be free discreet to use your imaginations at home i guess <laughs> uh but yeah that spot sucked we just wanted to go home and this guy comes and returns a vhs in 2008 wow <laughs> yeah yeah, but well, he just put it in and left. Otherwise, yeah, 
Have you guys ever gotten porn? We've gotten porn like they put the wrong no. from Blockbuster. Yep, they put the wrong movie in the fucking case. Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't know Blockbuster had. No, 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 no. They had the softcore porn, like the Red Shoe Diaries. Um, they didn't have it when I was there. No, no, no. They had Red Shoe Diaries. I know because I rented it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's David Duchovny. I, I, I hated that though. It's it's really interesting because it's it's kind of becoming um, people are nostalgic about 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 blockbuster. blockbuster. Yeah. And I I would be if I hadn't worked there. Yeah. That that I think it was just that specific store that stuck like the area stuck. Yeah. We you know are living in the age of nostalgia. I mean, like yeah. like a few years ago, I noticed on Facebook that there is a business that uh, does these pop ups. Where they create like Chuck E. Cheese for adults. It's like there's a ball pit. There's like games and slides, and they're like adults only. Oh shit! There is also like a, a, a like an apartment in New York that is designed to look exactly like the Ninja Turtles lair. Mm. It's been booked up for the next like 20 years. It was really cheap <laughs> to rent too. So every weekend people are just going there, and it was kind of cheap too. Like freaking. There's bounce houses for adults that they're that they're pushing now that are pop ups. It's like we love our childhoods. Dude, like, dude. And, and, and fucking Michael Jackson would get fucking judged for that shit. He was a pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus it's, it's like come to the, my ranch and jump around. There's a colleague That's at true, the school man. I work at was just like y'all are the generation that refuses to grow up, and I'm like you wouldn't grow up either if like some trendy clothing line like the hundreds was like we have blockbuster shirts for those of you who remember. Be- before like, I before I left, I, I wanted to I bring up something that. It's just crazy how, first of all, I kind of hate these movies, all the Fast and the Furious movies, but remember the first oh, one? Ah, yeah. I I've never seen I it. I can't stand the, the sequels, man. I've seen some of them, but they're... Anybody, like, this is what I want to do as an experiment. Find a kid, like, who's in his teens, who's never seen any of those movies. Show him the most recent film, even the Hobbs film, right? Yeah. And then... Show him the first film and just watch the reaction of how the fuck did we get well, here? That's what I wanted to talk about because, like, <laughs> we were talking about Blockbuster and, and the first movie, fucking the thing they were doing, they were stealing DVD players. I thought it was VHS DVD, players. No, DVD, DVD players. players. And now, what the, whatever the fuck it is about now, like, and, it's. And now it's, you got Idris Elba in, like, a text yeah, talking about, I'm like the black super Superman. Yeah. What? That, the, how? That's how, like. Did, you stretch out what? a bad idea <laughs> to, you know, whatever the fuck it is now, dude. It's not even about racing anymore. It's, you know, this is the reason that we have like weird ass fan Trump theories. Is president, like, dude. like, uh, um, uh, Huckleberry Finn movie is actually a prequel to Star Wars yeah. set in the same universe. Yeah. It's like, fine, fuck it. Like, we went from stealing DVD players to like fighting super soldiers. Anything's possible now. <laughs> You, you, there's this I forgot the theory it's about it's a theory supposedly that there's only like a certain amount of movies the, the plots they're all the same you heard about that there's a book I think it's it's called like uh, only 200 <laughs> plots or something like that yeah, yeah it's yeah. only like a, yeah that, that's the, that's what it is How and, you, and, what and do you think about that like you guys that are involved in the film I mean I uh, don't think that's an excuse to make sh- no I know seven shitty movies though oh no 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 I mean just because it's the same plot doesn't mean the film has to be horrible people will watch it that's the fucking problem 
Yeah. Like Gaspar's actually right. A- absolutely right. Just because there's only a limited amount of plot yeah. doesn't mean that your film has to suck. Yeah. I've, like, watched, I've watched Execution is everything. Yeah. I watched the first one. Um the first one's not bad. It, yeah, it's not it's a bad It's basically movie. a ripoff of point break if you think about it. Yeah. Big point break ripoff. But but it's, it's, it kind of satisfies that car culture. Yeah. You yep. know? Yeah. yeah. Um whereas, which is dope. Yeah, they yeah. did that. Whereas, yeah, you watch five and six, and it's just a commercial for like Dodge cars. Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. racing scene. There's nothing no. like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, look at the zombie, uh, um, zombie uh, um, category. It's just like it's almost kind of always the same thing. Yeah, but it's you know told by different perspectives or different. You know, zombies are now luchadors. The zombies are now. You know, in space or whatever. Ah, what, what's well, you know, movie? new movie that just came out. What, what's one of your favorite new movies? For that goes for all of you guys. Because I really like new the... movies. We're always talking about old movies. When we talk about, about horror or whatever in general. Because like a new movie that came out that you really like. Because a lot of times we're, I think we're going on nostalgia. You know, like you said. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, I was gonna say I like the remake of it. Oh, really? That was nostalgia. Right that was there. good. I'm really looking forward to the new one. The original the one. novel was all about nostalgia. Because mm. this is a novel written in the 70s yeah. reflecting on what it was like to be a kid in, in the, the 50s, 60s. right? Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I really like Moonlight. Have you guys Moonlight. seen that? No. What is that? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a movie about this, this guy that grows up, um, I guess, in the hood. And it's, it's three, three parts of his life. One when he's a little kid. In Florida, right? I think so. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And he's raised, or uh, he's mentored by a drug dealer, and then, and then the next part's when he's a teenager, and then the last part's when, when he's an adult. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not good at describing. It's hard to describe, but it's a, it's a really, it's kind of a slow paced movie, and and I don't know. I really liked it. Um, I didn't see it, but I I know it's produced by like my favorite indie film studio, A24. Mm. They tackle all kinds of genres, all kinds of stories, and like. Like they're just good. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good shit. And like, what was it? That that's the film where they were like, "All right, and the winner is La La Land." Oh wait, there's been a mistake. Actually, the Oscar for best film oh, of the year shit. goes to Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Moonlight. I, I like it. I, I'm not familiar it. with like, the, well, dude, the dude from the Bay Area, right? The, yeah, Maraj Ali. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna play uh, Blade. Blade. What do you think about? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the MCU? Like you guys, are you guys big fans of like? Big old movies like that, especially as filmmakers. No, I like any of them. Am a huge MCU guy because I'm a comic book guy at heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't necessarily like all blockbuster films. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of like smaller, slower paced films too. But like the MCU does this thing that attracts me to most fiction. They get characters right. Really? They actually like if you not just like translating the comic book characters correctly, but also like pacing out the characters growth through a series of films. That is the only way to tell superhero fiction. Like, you know what I mean? Like Tony Stark's evolution from being an egotistical, selfish narcissist to giving himself to save the planet is a realistic progression from A to Z. His change from fuck the government being in my business to maybe we should have some oversight. Captain America's story is a little different. It's all about like, you know, uh, Tony Stark is about a guy who likes to change in an unchanging world. And like Cap's story is about a guy who at his core refuses to change in a world that continues to change around him. Like how important are those values? He adjusts 
some of he grows as a person like he's no longer a yes man but like he he keeps to his core and like i think what you guys are getting as i'm talking right now is the importance isn't the the boom the bang the explosions but it's these are people that are that we're following in these stories and they have real losses and they have real pain it's a lot of fucking movies so like i'm not i don't have i like them don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. especially the big ones there's a lot of fucking movies. I really want to watch Avengers, but I he I hasn't can't, seen any of them. I can't get through all the I seven. Mean, that I can't fight this motherfucker to the movies. Have you have you seen, seen the first Iron You've Man? Never film? seen any of them at all. Why? You're just not a fan of big I'm, movies. I'm like not that? a fan of, of. I'm not a comic book fan. The only ones that uh, that I do watch are Batman. I would watch any Batman movie that comes out. Just because um, you like that. Because I was. I, I think it's because of the Tim Burton Batman. That's that's what I got into. And then I just kind of follow, followed every Batman movie. Like, I'm really looking forward to the Joker movie that's coming out. Uh, and then the other one that I watched um, mainly because of the director was uh, Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy. So oh, I watched yeah. those. So I'll watch another one if, if the same director, if James Gunn does it. Yeah, but uh, other than that, I don't really follow, like, the Marvel or the... Why is that, though? Like, you just have no interest in it? Yeah, never really was interested in it. Oh, that's... Uh, another thing I, I, I will say about the MCU is they have a little something for everyone. Like Captain America's um, second film, The Winter Soldier, was like a, oh, a good movie. It, 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 it was it, like yeah. a, a spy sort of political intrigue yeah. kind of drama like film. Like the Born Identity kind of. Yeah. That feel. yeah. You know, and if it I actually, would recommend one, I definitely recommend the, the Winter Soldier and Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ragnarok was also good. It was super funny. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like it a... It felt uh, different from all the other shit. Yep. yep. And then like you look at a film like... Um, oh, what's... what's oh, Spider-Man is basically a John Hughes... It's a super, a super uh, uh, hero film if John Hughes did it. Which one? You know? Uh, the MCU about? stuff like Far oh, From Home far and from home? and more 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 yeah. uh, Homecoming like in Breakfast, particular Breakfast Club yeah with superheroes. it has that kind of feel you know and sure. uh, they really got that essence of a teenage Peter Parker and they're like so we're gonna do Ant Man is a heist film yeah you know what I mean that, yeah yeah yep yep so it's, oh, hold on <laughs> every time I, every time I look back at the TV the first it was the Chappelle special. And then Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Now it's fucking Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> this motherfucker's giggling. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> he knows yeah. all of it. He's seen it. He doesn't need to hear. Look creepy. This fucking guy used to scare the shit out of me as a kid, dude. He was just so creepy and like looked like a doll. They looked like a uh, what's his name? Slappy from uh, oh, Goosebumps. Goosebumps, little dummy. <laughs> He's but <laughs> a living version. Um, I think it was cool that he was like in. Uh, their group used to be kind of tight knit. Like he was in Cheech and Chong's movies and who, uh, Paul Rubens. Oh, he was. Yeah, which one? He was the bellhop dude or the the hotel. Um, in the first one or what? Because I haven't seen a full uh, Cheech the and second Chong. one. I know. That's, that's that's he was big. in the second one. And it's crazy because when I met Cheech Marin, I was like, I'm a big fan of your work. But like I haven't, seen, <laughs> I haven't seen a full one though, dog. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't say that, but. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, you ever met someone famous or uh, that you admired and they're fucking dicks? <laughs> I think I was the dick to really? the person. Who? I didn't really admire him. This is kind of a fucked up story. <laughs> and uh, I used to work, uh, I briefly worked like doing TSA work, uh, screener at uh, SFO. And Ernie Hudson mm. came in through my through my lane. And you're the a first dick to Ernie fucking Hudson? thing, I was the first one that, that you know, told you, hey, can you put your shoes and put everything. I, I love that I, guy. The first fucking thing out of my 
fucking mouth. It was like, hey, you're the black guy from Busters. <laughs> you're the one and no just, one cares about. And he just kind of like gave me the, okay. And just, <laughs> oh, like, oh, he probably dick. gets that a lot, though. Yeah. Like, you're the black dude from Go. And then people catch themselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, that happened to me. So I was, I think in that situation, it was, it was a, re- a role reversal. So he was nice. I'll believe it. Oh, yeah. He, he's he's like, like, it pays. That guy he just look, gave me kind of like, all right. Some people you could just tell they're, they're su- he looks like a super nice guy. Yeah. Um, no, we, we, yeah, we had a lot of people that went through the night. Liam Neeson was a dick. Really? Yeah. What, the, what, uh, how, what was that? He was just very rude and just told us to hurry up and all this what shit. What were you doing? Uh, TSA? Yeah. Oh, that that's... Uh, Huey Lewis is cool as fuck. Huey Lewis? I remember marking the fuck out for Violent J of Insane Clown Posse. Marking? Like, really like, oh shit. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, to yeah. me, he was... Because, you know, I used to... You were, you were a, a juggler? juggler? I was a juggler. <laughs> How a juggler? did you feel about the Slim Shady disses? Um, oh, yeah. I never I never really liked Slim Shady. Like, um, I would, It was probably because I, I would listen to St. Clown Posse instead. I think that had a lot to do with it. Now it's like I, I like Eminem. Uh, I don't listen to, no. but I was. Did I have full makeup? Like that was oh, one. Shit. That was my backyard wrestling gimmick. <laughs> you know, there, there's a Mexican juggler, a, a yeah. Bay Area artist I know who I went Hugalo. to CC with uh, by the name of Gmo Ski. Shouts Gmo. Yeah. He's signed to one of their subsidiaries. Yeah. Oh, really? Ninja, Ninja Records, I believe. Was what uh, it's well, it's the uh, they split off. I still know some of the shit. It was Are they Twist, still around? I think it's under Twist's label. Called Magic Ninja Production. Yeah, like yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're beefing with ICP with psychopathic. Oh my god, I still know this. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched a documentary recently that kind of like brought it all back. Like, oh my god, woo woo. Did I didn't you, know. Did you I didn't watch know like the, the Insane Clown Posse wrestling fed that they had? Yeah, Dustin Diamond and Dustin Diamond Douglas. I, I didn't. I, I had their I had their all their VHS tapes, all the wrestling ones, and their uh, movies that they made. I actually just threw them away recently. For many years, I thought they were like a metal group because I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. I thought they were like a metal band, and then I. I realize they're they're actually hip. Yeah, I think I think it also is because they were into wrestling and they yeah. and they were in WWF. They were in WCW. Like Ooh, that uh, kind uh, of like, ICP. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I don't remember them from that. Oh yeah, Nitro was lit back in the day. Oh, yeah, they had everybody. They had Insane Clown they Posse. Kiss. They had Kiss. They had really? uh, Master P. I remember you know, Master P came out with the with Filthy Animals. Rap right? is yeah. crap. No, like, they had the rap versus country feud. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what was man. the original question? <laughs> <laughs> the movies. original question. Recent movies. Oh, yeah, recent movies. Like what? I know. Fucking <laughs> recent movies that you watched. That you said. Well, you did. Say, Actually, did the it. Get is out. That get I out. think Get Out was I was seen definitely like yeah. oh shit. I yeah. I want to come and see movies again. Uh, when that came out, I really really liked it, and I bought it as soon as it came out too. Um, you, so you don't go to the movies that often? Uh, I do. Actually, I do more now than I did before. I, um, I like watching movies now in the theaters, especially. Because, um, like, you know, if I'm sitting down here after work watching a movie, it's hella easy to just fucking, you know. Like, I, I, I was watching the Chappelle special the other day. Something happened. and like, oh, I got I to gotta reply to this. I got to reply to that. <laughs> and the theater is really easy to just turn all that shit off. Yeah. And, yeah. and just focus on the movie. Yeah. Uh, I saw the farewell recently, like a couple of weeks ago. It just dropped. And, farewell, uh, what is that? I, I watch a lot of indie and a lot of a lot of foreign films too, like you know. And uh, it's essentially about, and this is the tagline: it's based on an actual lie. So this is the setup. 
this uh, Asian American director writer decided to make a film about her own experience, and the the grandmother of the family who still lives in China, um, she gets diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. and like she is a, a she's like old enough to have had a a sister uh, because this that you know what I mean like she was she was uh, of the generation before the one child law. Right. Oh yeah. Um, they don't say that in the film, but I'm just making my assumption because it's based on a true story. I'm like, how the fuck she got uncles and shit if they? But anyway, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know they have the I one child. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, but the lie is that she gets diagnosed from cancer, and the practice in China, apparently, according to this film, is that the doctors will tell your family members, your spouse, your son, your daughter, whoever, and they won't necessarily tell you first. So then the family will keep it a secret from you because they feel like the person does better if they don't know, like it's a psychological thing. So the main character is told that her grandma has cancer and the family is going to go from the United States back to China to throw a fake wedding so they can see grandma one last time. But don't tell her. And the main character is all like, that's stupid. You should tell her she has the right to know. So it's all about this. And they're all like, well, the thing about the East culture is that we believe in what's good for, for the whole, not just what's good for the individual. So we're deciding for your grandmother that it's right for her not to know. And over here in the West, it's all about individuality. Of course, she's got to know she has to be the one to decide what to do with it. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a very interesting, like nice. dissection of cultures there. Yeah. I'll check I, did, that I do remember seeing the trailer for that one. For the, the what's it called again? The, the farewell. The farewell. And where did you watch this? Like at a small theater? At, um, the Shattuck, uh, the landmark Shattuck oh, theater. Yeah. That's why I like going to that because you see some shit that you've never. You, I, 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 don't, I never heard about that. I I first. So are, are there any? There's anime cl- uh, fans here, right? Yeah, Gaspar, you big, you, are you in you're anime? big on anime. No, I never caught on either. There. <laughs> he says he doesn't, but you go to cons. You go to a cons, dude. You, you already know. But, right. but <laughs> the first time I went to that theater was in high school, and like one of my closest friends was like, "Hey, you ever heard of Ghost in the Shell?" And I was like, "No." Well, Ghost in the Shell too, Zell. We should go see it. All right, it's really it's gonna be really good. So we went to the, this theater in. Ber- I'm like, oh, okay, this is a small hole in the wall theater. All right, and then like, wait, there's seasonings for the popcorn. Yeah. Like I had ranch seasoning <laughs> on my popcorn for the first time ever. I'm a huge popcorn fan, by the yeah. way. Refillable large sodas and snacks. I'm down. So we're going in there. And I'm watching Ghost in the Shell 2, and it's one of the most beautiful pieces of animation I've ever seen. I was also whacked out by some of the philosophical speeches in there about what is life and everything. This is my first exposure, not to anime, but to Ghost in the Shell. And I'm like, this shit is so deep. And there's also some That's really what I nice heard about action anime. in here. They got some really deep stuff. Jeez, man. Like, so, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, and there's a chain of them. You know what I mean? You got the California, which is actually right across the street from there. Oh, yep. There's one out in Piedmont. There's one in San Francisco. Me and the, the producer had gone to see, um, what's the name of that film? Dear White People. Oh, the one yeah, in Frisco. Yeah. Very funny. Very excellent yeah, I, satire on race relations. The other one I want to watch that I heard a lot of stuff about is uh, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I saw that. Yeah. Like, when it came out, it was also very good. Okay. Real talk. Um, it's all about how, like, you know, the things we can attach ourselves, the material stuff, shouldn't really define us. Okay. You know what I mean? And how people put too much stock in that. And the real value is you. That's what that's what I, I, I like. For example, that is a local film and it got a lot of attention in the area. Hmm. 
I would like to be involved with a project like that, man. Like some like they showed it in San Francisco, right? They, yep. That's where you went to see it? Well, no, I, I saw that one, The Last Black Man in San Francisco in Berkeley, but it was showing at all the landmark all the theaters landmark all theaters. over. So, And it, it was definitely filmed out here in Frisco. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know how, you, anybody here familiar with the show called Martin, right? You Well, the Martin Lawrence. Yeah, the, yeah. the sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. The, the lady that plays Pam, and she was also for... A younger audience the mom on everybody hates chris she plays the aunt of one of the oh, main characters and the, the main character in the film actually that's, so she's okay. got a nice little role in there yes. also da- danny glover oh is yeah, in the yeah. film too well, he's, from the, he's from the city you know yeah. yeah so naturally he had to make his way over there and for those of you who are familiar with the mcu and might have had some netflix experience the dude that plays turk who's an all of the Netflix shows. He plays like a gun runner that gets the short end of the stick every time. <laughs> uh, shows up as the main character's dad. So you have a lot of interesting uh, talent in that little indie film. This motherfucker's kid making it hard for me to like. No, not, she's making it hard for us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Pee Wee Herman. Um, it, what's going on here? Dude, that, that that fucking <laughs> yeah, dude, that fucking me? dumbbell fucking gag was. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so what? She's she's the neighbor. I don't know. Oh, okay. is, I, you, I didn't know this was a show. I thought it was only the movie. I used no, to think it was a show. I used a to show. Watch it. Yeah, there's yeah. a show. You know, Lawrence Fishburne was. Yeah, well, yeah he was. A, I remember. Member. Yeah. You know who else was in it that I, I always thought was kind of uh, weird or kind of funny was a guy named Tito Larriva was in it as, uh, I think his name is Manny. I think he was, has like a soccer jersey or something <laughs> comes out here. But he's a, he's a, a lead singer of a band called Tito and Tarantula, which I fucking love. And they're the ones that played in Dustle Dawn when Sama oh, Dancing yeah, with the yeah. Snake. So they're, oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that He's band. the lead singer of that band. And he was also in uh, Born in East L.A. Uh, he was uh, Cheech's friend in that one. You work with bands too, no? I, I think you... I used to. You used to. Yeah. You used to... What, so like... Um, then For I me, quit. dude, you quit. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you never were in a band, were you? Did you play no, an instrument uh, in high school? But not. You know, we just um, got together for rehearsals. We never really did nothing. The reason I ask is because you, you, um, I forgot what film I was watching your films. And there was like a song playing, and you were singing in the background. And I think that was for what, weren't you singing? I could have sworn I know you. You you credited Chris Thorin for something. Um, oh, because you used to uh, oh, dude, yeah, yeah, he used yeah. to do a cartoon, a cartoon show, an animated cartoon show. Yeah, we didn't what? talk about. It. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. How did that? Is it still available online? It's I, still on there, but we don't do any uh, any episodes. The uh, owner, uh, or not the owner, the creator quit. Oh, oh my god! Uh, this is why people got to stop quitting. <laughs> <laughs> How did you produce the animation? Uh, well, she did. She was the I I got her name's Erica Guzman. Uh, Erica Guzman. Uh, Erica Prado. Now I think her. The show's called Erica, the Guzman Show. Yeah. Oh, Men Menjivar. What did what I think Guzman? Because for the show. The show. Yeah, and uh, it's called the Guzman Show. And uh, I guess a couple of friends got together and, you know, got with an animator and they want to nice. do a show about a Mexican family who won the lottery. And now they move into like a nice neighborhood. And of course, they don't fit in. Yeah. And it's about all the characters. But Chris Thorin was the voice of the parrot. And um, <laughs> Butch Escobar is the voice of the dad. And Felipe Esparza was supposed to be the voice oh, wow. of the goat. In the in the because they have a pet goat, obviously. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that makes sense. I yeah, don't know why. and I guess something happened at the end where Felipe couldn't do it, and uh, 
someone else ended up doing it. But then uh, Butch and I would run some shows in Oakland, and he's like, hey, the creators of the cartoon are coming by. I'll introduce you and introduce myself. And I'm like, hey, if you guys ever need help like doing anything, it's like, yeah, you can help us like uh, being our project manager, You know, getting everyone scheduled to record and all this and that. And then one day we had a recording where uh, Chris couldn't make it or something like that. He couldn't do it anymore. So I stepped in and did his voice and then they liked me and then I did other voices mm-hmm. and then they, I'm like, Hey, I have some ideas for some episodes and now they let me write it. And at the end, you know, the, uh, um, unfortunately she lost her job. She was working at Sony at the time. So she was making some good money. And so, um, uh, Lost her job, she couldn't afford to do it anymore because every, you know, for like four or five minutes of animation, it would cost her like $800 just for the animator. Damn. And then, uh, you know, I wasn't really getting any money. She was paying us at first, but yeah. um, no, it was fun. It was just fun, uh, especially at the end because I ended up doing everything. Like the guy did the animation, I recorded all the voices, and I edited all the all the stuff together. And I've never done that before. I was like, yeah. oh shit, but this, this is kind of cool. And then I ended up uh, towards the end working with. Uh, a guy named uh, Ken Mitch Roney who directed a lot of the um, Annoying Orange. Oh yeah, you guys seen those? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. And he's <laughs> he did that, a, was that a show on, online or yeah, was, it's online, just online. Yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was annoying. The annoying Orange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he yeah. directed those, and he directed uh, uh, he did a lot of stuff with like um, Warner Brothers and stuff like that. So it was cool to work with somebody that's been around in the industry, and he was really cool. He directed me on an episode where I was supposed to play uh, Danny Trejo. I think I get I think I did a <laughs> shitty job with the voice, but it's on there, and it, you know it was fun. We'll was, put um, we'll put you can send me the links and sure. we'll attach them to the to the to the episode, man. Yeah, but it was fun, man. Uh, um, it was my first time doing voices and and editing for for a cartoon, so that was dope. Nice. Well, dude, it was great having you, man. Thank you. Um, Thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll look forward to having you again another time. Uh, and that's a wrap, man. Thank you for listening to the Voice Party. That was fun. That was so, fun. thank you guys. How was that? Appreciate it. Man. Yeah, man. Thank you, bro. There was something thank I you, wanted man. to bring up. Oh, no. no, no I'll bring you it up. Want, you don't want to have me plug his social media or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I we, mean, can we can, go if, back to it? Can well, we go you, back you, to it? If you just put it up there, it'd be we fine. We were just kidding, guys. We're not done. No, no, no. <laughs> Where can people are find you? Are we can. We can. Yeah, we're still on, right? Yeah, we're still on. We Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I. <laughs> I wanted to tell you guys I ordered pizza It's on the way Oh shit so, Yeah Nice Yeah from But where? From where? before we head out I just Where can we find you online Where can they find you uh, You can follow Running Chef Productions Running Chef. On Instagram And Facebook uh, My personal one is JXCruise510 That's your personal And then Running yeah. Chef Productions And Running Chef Productions uh, YouTube. On YouTube Yes Cool Running Chef you had a question for him. No, it was something stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> you guys remember those wrestling figures that you get in Mexico? Okay, that's oh, yeah, stupid. No, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. Like, this. <laughs> like, I want to know the history about it. It's like, like, they're all the same. It's all the same mold. Yeah. But they it, just paint them different. Yeah. Who's doing that? <laughs> Where are they doing that? <laughs> they still they still sell them. Uh, yeah. uh, let's see. When my kid was one, year old, one years old, he, he had a Lucha Libre theme party, and I bought a whole bunch of them. I'm like... Uh, some Chinese website actually. Oh, so it's the Chinese that, 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 that <laughs> mass produce. Yeah, them. they have the mold. Yeah, so they have the mold. I have a buddy in, in uh, Sacramento that does his own version, 
which is um, kind of the same pose, but he does like uh, he did one of the mask, like the movie. The oh mask. yeah, yeah, the, the. yeah. So he does these really cool ones, like these gangsters with lucha masks. Uh, but he does a little mold like that. The Chinese make everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except no, for yeah. babies. Except for, well, <laughs> they make one at a time. One at a time. They need all that space for all the shit they're making. <laughs> all right, man. Well, you guys got any closing thoughts? No, no. I, I, <laughs> we'll get back to watching know, fucking Pee Wee Herman here. This has been Joaquin and Xavier. This yeah, has did been, we say everyone's names? No, we. Uh, well, we have been doing every other show, so I'm oh, sure. Okay. But if you want to say your name, <laughs> I mean, we're regular cast members. Yeah. Do we really have to introduce uh, ourselves? Nah, nah. That's why I never introduced my. I introduced like the guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just we we here. We perfect. We here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you for coming on, bro. Thank you. All right. There we go.